Welcome to Dissing Killers. The podcast, we're not afraid to punch down. <laughs> Alright, so uh, this week we have a special guest, as we did last week, but this week it is the host of The Roast Ghost, the podcast The Roast Ghost, uh, and Roastmaster Eli Sayers. What's up, dudes? Thanks for having me. Super excited to have you on the show. I mean, if you guys haven't heard The Roast Ghost, then... Fuck off or go listen to it. One of the two. Yeah, go li- don't fuck off. Go listen to it. Go listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's so the one, one thing you got to say, bro, this is 100% true, is that we have comedians every day reaching out to us to go on the show. And, like, we had Amy Schumer, and I'm like, what have you done in this industry that deserves you to be on this show? Like, we only need legends on this show. You need to have more of a resume. So, of course, looking for Eli is the first comedy guest. Yeah. Of course, no, we, we, we reached out to Eli because Trevor Noah reached out to us and we're like, fuck off, like, we don't really need... Dude, like, what has Trevor Noah ever done in this industry? Yeah, yeah, really? like, yeah, led the Daily Show for years, what, does he have a toy championship belt? I don't think so. <laughs> Alright, so this week we are doing an episode on Casey Anthony, but oh, yeah, first, uh, we got a letter from our new contributor and junior snitch, Steph Watts. So we're really excited to read this letter from Steph Watts. That was sarcasm, actually. I don't really give a shit about this guy. Fucking snitch. But, um... We're, we're so passionate, bro. Let's so read it. Passion, so passionate about what we do, and, you know, you got Steph Watts out there on uh, YouTube saying dumb shit. But, um... Steph Watts wrote to us and said, Hey, guys. I was in line at Starbucks and complaining about the line on the phone the other day and ran into our boss, Harold Rothstein. He told me you were doing an episode on horrible dresser and child murderer Casey Anthony. As an expert in true crime and a master of setting up fake crimes, uh, like the time I framed that black kid for rape, you should have seen my face paint, my victim thought I was black, I am well aware of the Casey Anthony myth. Anyway, I figured, as usual, I would provide my unnecessary and unwanted advice. Even though all of my direct supervisors told me not to, I have worked in this case since day one. I've been so helpful. I even followed the judge home after trial to ask him some questions. Even though my work was never used, I'm bringing it to this podcast. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go to Panera Bread and take pictures of everyone's license plates for a new photo album I'm working on. Cheerio, (laughs) Steph Watts. P.S. Please don't make fun of me because I don't know the difference between guilty and innocent. (laughs) Yeah, the the man's a legend and, uh... Kind of slow. Um, Next, dude, I, I, yeah, the most yeah. offensive part of that was when he said Casey Anthony was not well dressed. Fuck that, dude. She's yeah, I mean, fine. she is fine. Fine as hell. Um, so, <laughs> well, dude, she's a pretty smile, but her body was killer. Dude, he was fucking. Uh, I don't know. She's perfect woman, dude. Because uh, uh, she's uh, she's hot. She's crazy. She doesn't have a kid. Fucking perfect. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Casey had a body to kill for, and a baby. She already did. Yeah. But uh, we have uh, a little bio for those of you who don't know who Casey Anthony is. Uh, she was born in 1986 in Warren, Ohio. Her father worked in law enforcement, and she claimed to have been sexually abused by him after turning eight. Although there's no evidence of that, so calm down. Um. She graduated high school late, but went to graduation anyway, telling her parents she was graduating. In 2005, she had Kaylee with an unknown father. In 2008, Kaylee disappeared and was not reported missing for 31 days. 
After the 31 days, Casey told her mother about Kaylee not being there, and the mother called 911. She went to trial in 2011 with the prosecution seeking the death penalty. She was found not guilty because the evidence was too circumstantial, according to the jury. She Hell spent yeah. three years in jail for lying to investigators, and uh, since being released, has been living in Florida. She gave interviews to the AP in 2017, but hasn't spoken publicly since. So let's get into this. Yeah, um, so yeah, my girl, my boo, was falsely accused, falsely accused of murdering her child. Yeah, that, that 911 call, that someone called 911 on her, that's me. That's the saddest 911 that's ever happened. <laughs> oh, someone man. gets the premise of the show. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I mean, she lived in the South, which is pretty interesting, but she, uh, Casey was different from most women because she killed her baby after it was born. Well, you know, Casey's like, like most bad mothers, Casey's from the South. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah. If only her baby would rise again, huh? <laughs> oh shit! I'm not gonna be able to make it through this one without laughing. Um, but yeah, oh, I'm, gonna laugh. I'm sorry. I'm gonna fuck up y'all. Y'all, y'all want us to not? Y'all, y'all want me to be straight faced? I, I'm a laugher, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, this, this this is gonna be a good episode though. But uh, yeah, I mean, so she was a big liar. I mean, Casey was convicted of lying to the police when she told them she wasn't an idiot. Sounds like she was a police act, uh, anti-police activist before it was cool. Yeah. You know, Casey's story was so inconsistent, you would think John Green might have wrote it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did John Green write? John Green wrote a bunch of shitty books. He's a contributor on the show. He's the cornhole expert. But other than that, oh. yeah. Cornhole <laughs> expert, John Green. Um, you wrote us a brilliant letter last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. You should uh, check out the letter. It was pretty incredible. Um, he misspelled about 90% of the words, but, you know, what are you supposed to expect from an author who writes romance novels for 13-year-olds? Um, but, yeah, no, uh, Casey, uh, she, um, so what we don't know is, so she said her, she didn't report her daughter missing for 31 days, but said after she reported the daughter missing that the daughter went away with a nanny who she named yeah. Zanny. And Xanax is apparently the drug she was addicted to, and its nickname is Zanny. So uh, Casey said her daughter was with a nanny named Zanny, which is a nickname for Xanax. Her other, her, uh, but she did have two other nannies uh, named Dope and Black Tar. <laughs> well, you know, Casey took longer to report her daughter missing than a race at the Special Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But Casey was an avid user of Xanax, which is an anti-anxiety drug. That's probably why she wasn't afraid to act like a dick. Well, you know, Casey loves pills, has no talent, and lies every time she's on record. She should have been a SoundCloud rapper. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, interestingly enough, which we missed this week, is uh, I forgot to mention our sponsors. And our, uh, our sp first sponsor is um, Xanax, sponsored by Xanax. An anti-anxiety for antisocial personalities. Fun fact. So, uh, yeah, I think she has an antisocial personality disorder. I got no clue. But I feel like, you know, worth a shot. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Casey, Casey had an interesting, an interesting life. She, uh, she was, uh, she said she was sexually abused, but then, uh, never mentioned it until, you know, trial, but. Yeah, but who's she gonna mention it to? I'm, in case you haven't noticed, I'm Team Casey all the way. Oh, yeah, Team Casey. I'm 100% with you. Well, you got to understand, Eli cares about justice first and foremost. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. 
definitely not just in love with her. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, uh, she, uh, she had. She, when did she? She killed the baby. Was how old? The baby Two? was like a year old. No, th- well, she killed yeah, the baby. Uh, uh, what do you call it? An extreme abortion is what she had. Yeah, it's a late. It's a late term abortion. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Six trimester, bro. Yeah, exactly. No, it was like six, sixth trimester, ninth trimester, something like ten that. Yeah. I'm going trimester. I'm going like ten decamesters, however you would say that. Yeah, exactly. Good point. But uh, what's funny is after she uh, was found not guilty, she's a private investigator now, which is really yeah. interesting. Uh, she actually plans to work with OJ to find the real killers of their family members. Wait, is that true? I yeah. got no fucking clue. I'm just saying it. <laughs> okay. That's well, funny. Dude, she also has an old boyfriend, you know. But Casey peaked in high school. Or a 55-year-old boyfriend peeps in high schools. <laughs> yeah. But she, uh, I mean... You should, but, like, we gotta be honest here. Like, Eli's a big Casey fan. I mean, Casey was an attractive woman, but unlike Shakira's hips, Casey lied all the fucking time. Uh, Good, uh, hips don't lie joke. That's only, like, a 20-year-old joke, right? No, it's a deep cut, but I like it. Deep Shakira's cut. also awesome. Well, you, you realize that Casey listens to this show every week, and she's gonna take that one fucking personally, bro. You better write her an apology. Yeah, oh, no, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to write a personal letter to Casey Anthony saying, I'm really sorry for making fun of you for murder. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, Charlie, you got, so we've got a lot of interesting facts and fun quotes, but, uh, what do you guys want to say about her? Uh, let me see if I have any, uh, any fun ones. Yeah, she, a lot of them, uh, it's going to be a, a similar theme to a lot of these jokes. So, uh, yeah, she's sexy, she's got a lot in the trunk, including a dead baby. Uh, <laughs> I, she's sexy, I call her, uh, I call her Tanya, I'm Harding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But, well, uh, she's not the only celebrity to get away with murder. Both OJ and Hillary Clinton did already, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Casey murdered someone, was found not guilty of the murder, then tried to become a private investigator. A series of a series of a events. Private investigator. What? She did become a like. She currently yeah. is a private investigator, I think. Right? Oh wow, she really continued the uh, what's called the OJ process. <laughs> well, yeah, you she know, went even um, further than OJ, it should be the Casey Anthony process. Huh. Well, uh, is there a, listeners, uh, pull up an image of her, because she does have a specific, yeah, both of you guys she's do got that, like a right? white trash, a white trash hot look, I was gonna say, listeners, pull up an image, uh, I'd say she looks like a, she looks like a stubborn teen daughter and the worn out mom, <laughs> uh, she looks like she haunts a nail salon, uh, I mean, I, think- oh, I said, I know it's cliche to, like, make jokes about, uh, white women asking to speak to the manager, but, her sending her baby back to God is the ultimate white woman sending her food back to the chef. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I had she you know, look. I had that. Uh, she looks like she has a three minute speech about how she wants Starbucks to make her drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she looks like the only All Lives Matter supporter to get gangbanged by an NBA team. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, she. Uh, she looks like she works the day shift at a strip club. <laughs> yeah, the brunch. <laughs> the brunch. Well, that and all you can eat shrimp. Um. <laughs> yeah, Casey looks like her favorite hobby is writing mean Yelp reviews to restaurants she's never been to. That's a good point. I mean, she, but she does. She's got a look. She looks very. Uh, she looks kind of wealthy. I mean, she looks like she brags to homeless people about her trust fund. That's funny. That's I like that. That's out yeah, there. <laughs> well, one thing about her too is you guys haven't even talked about this. But her forehead is massive, bro. Her you forehead, know? perfect, sir. 
<laughs> the only thing more stretched out than Casey's forehead is her vagina. Oof. Yeah. She looks like what would happen if Anne Hathaway tried to clone herself using a toenail. <laughs> she's uh, she's from the South. Uh, I call her Clan Hathaway. Clan Hathaway. That's good. Um, uh, you know, she looks like a stripper that refuses to dance for minorities. Damn. Yeah, well, yeah, the image, there's like a, a specific image of her. She always has this kind of like... Like I kind of like annoyed look. I wrote she always looks like she's a. Uh, she always looks like she's looking at a table of black women laughing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. She really does. She looks like she looks like she just heard a group of people. La- she, what are you doing here? Get out. Um, but she does look like she carries mace in her purse just in case she sees a minority. Yeah, you know, you know the sad thing, bro, is like Eli makes all these references. I can dead ass picture because I come from a small town in Pennsylvania. So I can see, like, she would be the hottest girl at my high school. <laughs> oh, dude, that's what, no, that's what it is, dude. That's what it is. She, she would have been a queen where I come from. Yeah. What, what Pennsylvania town are you from? Dude, I'm from a small town. No one's going to hear of it. You can't find it on a map. It's called Devon, Pennsylvania. 1,600 fucking people. So uh, we're out here, bro. <laughs> what, uh, is it outside of Philly? Yeah, like about an hour drive. Oh, yeah. that's sick. I like Philly. You know it's a white town when it's named Devon. Um, yeah, Devin. Yeah, <laughs> the whitest name ever. 100%. Yeah, Roland, Pennsylvania. Brandon, Pennsylvania. Brandon, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Uh, it's, it's like it's like when you see a town like Lynchburg, Virginia. You're like, okay, it's only Lynchburg. Like, okay, that's a little on the nose. All right. Yeah, but she does look like a substitute teacher who drinks on the job. Yeah. Yes, that's perfect. Yeah. Well, you know, she looks like both a cocktail waitress and someone who yells at waitresses. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, she complained to herself about getting the drink order wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is out there. This is a bit of a stretch. Uh, she looks like a creepy doll that stares from a shelf of a little girl who now lives in the room where her fiancé murdered her in a past life. It's actually a That's really good there. point. I can I can visualize that one. But, uh, I mean, so what's interesting is, uh, speaking of people who yell at waitresses, we actually have some letters, some uh, lines that Luke Voigt wrote to us. So. Oh, yeah. Him, Luke. First baseman for the Yankees, an overall piece of shit, Luke Voigt, everybody. Well, yeah, this week he topped himself on offensive. <laughs> like, this is yeah. the most offensive shit he's ever read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you want uh, – I've got a bunch – Luke Voigt wrote me two jokes, and I've got three jokes about Luke Voigt. So uh, I should probably go first. I mean, Luke yes, Voigt – Luke Voigt wrote me when I said I texted Luke Voigt the other day. And I'm like, Luke Voigt, we're doing an episode on Casey Anthony, and uh, he stepped out of batting practice, which he really shouldn't have done because the guy can't hit for shit. Well, we could have in practice and hitting a curveball. Yeah, well, the man can't hit a fastball up and away either. But uh, he said Casey is a woman, so I'm surprised her daughter didn't die in a car crash, which is interesting. I mean, Luke Voigt's really anti-women drivers. He's very a uh, ninth. Uh, like a 2006 Saudi Arabia, only men should be allowed to drive type man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he also said that uh, Casey lied to the cops. But then again, she lied about everything because she's a woman. Well, he wrote me two jokes as well, you know. The first one he wrote me is, the only thing harder to believe than Casey's alibi is an Asian woman that claims to know how to drive. Damn, this guy sounds problematic, this Yankees yeah. guy. No, I don't know why we hired him for the show. The Future employer, whatever whatever opportunity I just got, and people were digging back through podcasts to get me fired, this is a Yankees guy you should get fired, not me. 100%. Yeah, if, the Yankees... Bro, if you think that was problematic, though, check out the second one. <laughs> what he said was, Casey's voice is like the Me Too movement, whiny and pathetic. 
It's a good point. Well, what I said is that yeah, he's a real jerk. I mean, he really. I mean, that's probably why he's on his rookie contract. But uh, now the big difference between Casey and Luke Voigt is it a uh, well? The difference between Casey and Luke Voigt at a comedy club is Luke Voigt at a comedy club wouldn't actually kill. Nice. But uh, I also said that a uh, a parent hasn't been this bad since Luke Voigt's parents told him to try baseball. Nice. Yo, uh, what I said was Casey's parenting style is like Luke Voigt's defense. She didn't know what to do, gave up, and ended up killing the whole team. Uh, I have to admit, uh, whenever I see her image, I become a Yankee. <laughs> That's good. I didn't get that at first. I was like, wait. That was an American I, reference. People it. listen on the audio. I'm winking. I'm exaggerating the winking. Yeah. But I had, uh, Casey, though, we, we've been contrasting them, but you really got to compare them. Casey had a lot in common with Luke Voigt because they both shouldn't be where they are. <laughs> well, dude, Casey abandoned her child faster than a smart team would abandon Luke Voigt. True. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Um, Luke Voigt and Casey are both big liars. I mean... She lied about working at Universal Studios, which makes sense because her acting was so bad. Huh. Well, you know, the problem with Casey, though, is like most women, Casey wasn't held accountable. <laughs> that sounds like a Luke Voigt, but that was you. I, I love it. It was actually Eli who wrote that one for me, though. Eli, oh, no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she had more gaps in her memory, though, than Richard Ramirez had gaps in his teeth. Damn. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's a meth addict, so that's rough. <laughs> yeah. No, um, Casey had a successful march towards freedom, which is surprising because she backpedals in all of her interviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but she we should probably go over some of the quotes or facts. We've just been burning through these jokes, but man, we got, I mean, we're more than halfway through the podcast. We still got a bunch of jokes, but... Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Eli. Just uh, real quick, I mean... There's now a law in Florida that if parents don't report their child missing as soon as possible, that they could actually be charged. And it's called Kaylee's Law. Casey's kid was named Kaylee. So I just wanted to throw that out there. She also had one of the same lawyers as O.J. Simpson. So, I mean, she gets Eli off, but he got her off. <laughs> she's in Florida, right? And she killed a kid? Yeah. I wonder if she's friends with that alligator at Disney World. <laughs> could well, be the same person. Listen, guys, I feel like someone has to bring the facts to this podcast. This is where I pride myself. You know, she's from Ohio. The only worst person to move from Ohio to Florida was LeBron, and at least he had the decency to move back. Nice. I like it. Yeah. But, I mean, in a quote, there's this famous quote about her where she's from her. Sorry, not about her. From her, of course. uh, Where she said that she sleeps. She said, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks of me. I don't care about that. I never will. I'm okay with myself. I sleep pretty good at night. And she said she sleeps well at night. I guess that's where the Zanny, na- where Zanny the nanny's been the whole time. <laughs> that's good. Yo, you yeah, know, I, I will tell you, I know all the quotes. This is my ASMR at night. I listen to her quotes. ASMR. <laughs> well, her voice is fucking annoying, but um, Casey's <laughs> not angry about hate comments because they never entered her womb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have a... Uh, I just want to throw out a couple uh, jokes. Well, some comments. We have a contributor to the show, John Green. Uh, he's a big Casey Anthony fan as well, but 
Casey was really similar to John Green because they both made up stories and both stories sucked. <laughs> you know, speaking of stories, you know, this is different from most cases because usually the cops are the only ones lying. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, Casey said the prosecution used her Facebook to make her look bad. They did this by pointing out she uses Facebook. <laughs> okay, oh, fuck, you, you're allowed to swear to mind. You know, Casey like, embarrassed herself on Facebook by having an account. <laughs> I didn't know you had that one, Mandy. One, and she has yet to accept some friend requests, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Eli, did she decline your friend request? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Sorry, that's it's too deep for a show. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the only per the only mother who loved her kid less is Hank and John Green's mother, but at least she had a reason. <laughs> well, you know, Casey turned on her daughter faster than the Jews turned on Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow. you know that the, uh, the car that uh, she kept her dead kid in was uh, solar-powered? Uh, so, yeah, it ran on the energy of the son and of the daughter. <laughs> That's good. I want to spit take there. Um, Casey lives in Florida, which makes sense because she was addicted to drugs. I want to go back to the crime scene photos, bro. The crime scene's photos are harder to look at than Lizzo's Instagram. Damn. Disgusting. But uh, it's interesting, I mean, Casey was from the South and killed a person. What's most surprising about the story is that she was, that the person she killed was white. <laughs> that was good. Yo, uh, I don't know, though. I thought we gotta focus on the cops, you know. Casey lied to the police almost as much as an Epstein accuser. <laughs> yeah, she works for kids than Epstein, right? And yeah. uh, who's this other broad they got in custody? Gisline? <laughs> oh, yeah, the friend, right? Bro? I, I can't blame somebody whose name is Jizz Lane for being upset. Yeah, yeah, for trafficking. It sounds like a sex trafficker, Jizz Lane. Like, yeah, I mean, where do you? how do you transfer the kids? You drive them down that, Jizz Lane. That, where do you drive? That's where sex drivers drive. They stay in their Jizz Lane. Yeah, yeah like on the corner from Pedophile Lab, we go to Jizz Lane. <laughs> yeah. Pedo place. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she got mad, though. So she uh, when she was in custody, uh, the prosecutors came... And they offered her a plea deal, which is interesting. I mean, there's a um, there's an investigator who said that uh, Casey got very angry about that when they were talking about the plea deals. She got very angry to hear about it, and she didn't want to hear it. To which I said, she got mad when people offered her a plea deal, making it the only time a white woman turned down a deal. Ah, nice. Well, let's go back to the basics of the case, you know. How was Casey as a mother? I think Casey wasn't that bad of a mother. Because her daughter didn't become an Instagram model. <laughs> I wrote, she's like, uh, yeah, she was a harsh mother. Uh, she made her daughter go to bed without dinner for the last 11 years. <laughs> uh, yeah. You think she did mother stuff? Like, tell her about the birds and the bees? Like, one day birds and bees will be picking away at your corpse? <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's Why good. we got a professional comedian on the damn show. Yeah. Thanks, bro. No, I, I, I feel like I had to work even harder on this. I mean, I spent some time. But, uh, yeah. Hashtag no, me too. <laughs> this is an actual truth. Unlike the me too. Yeah. She looks like a stepmom who got upset well, about... She, she, got, said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a stepmom who got upset when her kids... When her stepkid gets her husband's undivided attention. <laughs> That's so specific, but very, very accurate. I love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, being this specific, bro, she knows more about push uh, about pills and push up bras than a sorority girl. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, she was dangerous, though. She she really was. She, hot, dangerous, whatever you want to call it, but she was dangerous. She's the kind of person who watches a murder documentary for inspiration. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, she's terrifying. That's part of why she's so hot, though, she's terrifying. Oh, I 100% agree. I mean, like, she killed her, well, we, as far as we know, she killed her kid, or didn't kill her kid, doesn't matter, but Casey Anthony got away with it, and Chris Watts didn't. I guess female privilege is real. <laughs> well, you know, this story is about a woman who killed an innocent person. Shockingly, she wasn't driving. <laughs> Thanks, Luke Voigt. I don't, that was, Luke Voigt's going to text you this, a big thank you for that, because that's the first woman driver joke that's been made that wasn't Luke Voigt specifically telling us to do it. Um, yeah. uh, this is a, this one's cheesy. Uh, I wrote. A, I guess she's a dis- disciplinarian mother because uh, burying a kid is like an extreme grounding. Oof. <laughs> uh, she spent more time lowering her than raising her. That's a good point. Was the kid buried? I thought the kid was found in a dumpster, though. Doesn't matter, but still. Oh yeah, but I'm sure there were, they they probably had a, a funeral afterwards, and then I just hope they find who actually did it at some point. Yeah, no, that's the real important thing. She my o- girl did not do it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, no, she and OJ are gonna work together, and it's gonna turn out it was the same guy who did both murders, killed OJ's ex-wife and her boyfriend, and killed Kaylee Anthony. It's all me. that fucking gator, dude. That Disney World gator, I think, killed uh, Nicole Simpson and <laughs> and the baby. The Jewish okay, dude. That's was right. well, okay, fine. I feel like we're the, sort of. A- a little uneven point right here. Can I get you guys to at least admit Casey was jealous of her daughter, right? Oh, she, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you she know, was yeah. she was younger than her, so she gets, <laughs> she felt threatened. Well, you know, Casey was, this is where I think this comes from. Casey was jealous of her daughter when she learned how to read. Yeah, well, unlike most parents who suffocate their children with affection, she suffocated her kid with chloroform. <laughs> Good. That's a good one. That was right off the top of the head. That one's not written down. Um, but uh, yeah, she was seen clubbing during the 31 days her kid was missing. So I mean, that's it's on. It's uh, I mean, you don't really. If you're really innocent, it looks a little bad to go clubbing while your child, while your three-year-old child or baby or whatever is missing. I think she was just looking for uh, looking for her kid at the club. Yeah, but you know, you guys were missing the quote, bro. Like, she went clubbing and then hit her kid with, in the head with it. <laughs> yeah, she went to club baby seals. Um, uh, She looks like a country singer. I call her uh, Dolly Pardon for murder. Dolly Pardon for murder. <laughs> Sorry, I just, that one I didn't... Oh, man. All right. But, uh, yeah, so we only have about four minutes left in the podcast. We have so much more to say, but... Uh, well, you got any more jokes, bro? I know you like to ask people that, so can I ask you, you got any more jokes? Oh, I do. I mean, I do, but I don't want to, like... At some point, if you want me to... I don't know how many more I have left, but if at some point you want me to just fucking get... Yeah, let, fuck it, let's let Eli speed this shit. Yeah, let's go, let's go. They're not all going to be good, let me see. Uh, okay, I did the Dolly Parton one. Uh, wait, whenever I'm looking, feel free to throw one in while I'm, like, if I've got a lag time. Oh, of course, bro. Yeah, I got you. I wrote, uh, the, the kid was found, uh... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the kid, uh, the, her baby was found uh, tied up with duct tape. It's, you know, it's good to have mother-daughter bondage time. <laughs> yeah, no... I wrote, uh, she's, this is cheesy at first. Uh, she took a DNA test. She's 100% guilty of murder. What's <laughs> DNA stand for? Daughters now ashes? Oof. Yeah, no, um, her father himself 
said about six months before, we saw a couple different times where she'd be gone for a couple of days. So, I mean, her, her father himself thinks she's guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I do think her looks helped her get off. Uh, her looks are going to help me get off later tonight. <laughs> Good point. Well, three of us, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. All three of us, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm scrolling. We're going to see, see if, I'm, if I missed any. You spent more time on your jokes in case he spent taking care of her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, these jokes, I, well, I did the my episode with her, like, these jokes at least live to be about a year old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, her kid barely did, though. <laughs> well, unlike Casey's daughter, these jokes will be remembered. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, she was a compulsive liar, which is interesting. I mean, she's a, uh, no, not gonna, well, Luke Voigt said she's a compulsive liar, and so, therefore, she's a woman, or vice versa, one of the ways. Well, what he told me was that she's a compulsive liar. That's how we knew she was female. Yeah, good Luke, point. This Luke, this Luke is a firecracker. Well, she never, uh, it is a shame that, like, she never got a chance to, like, uh, do the thing she would, she would have done if the, uh, the kid had lived. Like, she never got a chance to miss her daughter's graduation. Uh, never, never got a chance to fuck her daughter's prom date. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. And we're closing in on the end of the podcast here, so I mean, we got any more jokes you, know, you want to kill with? Bro? Yeah, Jake, you have yeah, some I'm, more? Trying to, I'm trying to see. There's a couple I had to. Oh, that's too cheesy. Um, oh no, hit it. This this podcast is all about the cheese. Man. Okay, well, there's a feminist joke because to counterbalance all of uh, all of your boys' joke. Uh, let's see, the whole country hated her. She was charged with first degree murder. People just can't stand to see a woman with a degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, why didn't I think of that? All right. She Slay Queen. I just wrote Slay Queen. <laughs> it works. We all know what I meant, right? <laughs> yeah, we all know what you meant. But uh, real quick, who is to blame for this? I mean, clearly Casey Anthony didn't do it. So uh, Wait, let's let you like go first. He's gonna fucking kill it. Park. Let's let you like fucking kill it. Wait, what? No, I, I think we're, yeah, yeah. She didn't. She's not guilty. The cops. Maybe her dad did it. Maybe the cops did it. I don't know. But uh, brilliant. Who would you blame, Cha? Fine, I'll go for it. You know, I blame push-up bras. Of all the lies that Casey Anthony told, this is by far the worst one. It convinced the internet she's higher than she is. And without that, we wouldn't know her story. That's a good point. If she'd been ugly, she'd be in prison right now. I'm telling you that. 100%. 100%. But uh, I said that I blame juror number six. Because that was probably the person who really killed Casey. I don't know their name, gender, or anything else about them. Which is why I think it was them. They're being secretive. That is the person who killed Kaylee Anthony. Is juror number six. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're the one who did it. I forgot that this is the thing y'all told me y'all were going to do at the end. I, I forgot that I was supposed to... Uh, I forgot I was supposed to be thinking of something for this. Because, uh, spoiler alert, I did not think of something for this. During it's okay. The, <laughs> I was having so much fun. I was having so much fun. I'll blame Tucker Carlson. Yeah, it's probably Tucker Carlson. Because he's a dick. And uh, dicks... Dicks are what, you know, everyone saw how hot she was, and we can't think without our dicks, so we let yeah. her off the hook. Dicks just so make a beeline for Casey a Anthony. He's a dick, and dicks are responsible for letting Casey Anthony's hot ass get away with this. So, I think that I think that is a, a very good point. So, uh, our final sponsor today is sponsored by Child Care. We take care of your kid, so you don't have to. <laughs> oh, I found one, uh... 
her whole thing uh, it was a, it was a cover up, which is what every guy who fucks her should do. <laughs> yeah, Dude. you know, you know, I'm the father of some dead kid. So, um, <laughs> so uh, we'd just like to thank uh, uh, thank Eli Sayers for coming on the show. This is oh, yeah. this is for us for Cha and I. I mean, I can speak for you, Cha here. This has been the most fun we have had in a long time. I mean, oh, thanks, man. I'm I'm dying here. It's been fun for me too, dude. This is a blast. Thank you. And uh, if anyone here is, if you're listening to this episode, go check out the Roast Ghost after this episode, because uh, the Roast Ghost is a step above, man. That's an incredible podcast, and we look forward to uh, look forward to seeing you guys next week. We really want to thank you, Eli Sayers, and uh, yeah, no thank peace you guys. out. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Later. Later.